We have a special announcement. The two F squads are on the air. Dun, da, 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 da. I'm Dave. I'm Jeff. And we are the two half squads. And this is the one and only podcast dedicated 89% to the greatest game in the world. Monopoly. Monopoly. No, Advanced Squad Leader. Solitaire. No, Advanced Squad Leader, of course. There is a Solitaire ASL. Yes, there is. I've never played it, and I'm. it's on my list. I don't know if we've ever covered it yet. Not really. I just mentioned it in passing, but we should do a deep dive well, on it. Yep, put it on the list. Yeah. Now that I have. Things we don't have that we can review if you anyone wants to send us a copy. The Hasmo 2023 thing. The new LFT um, pack thing. Um, the 10th Mountain Division thing from Kansas ASL. All, all stuff to get to. And I'm running out of steam for buying more. ASL stuff and, and filing all the scenarios away. It is hard to keep up. It's going to take a, a joint effort. We'll we'll have to start alternating more <laughs> so that we're not duplicating everything. Yeah, you, you guys are producing like gangbusters out yeah, there. It's great in the ASL world. Super great. The, the drought is well over. Yeah, you kind of start to understand people who would like like Rich would say. Wouldn't he say like, "Oh, I don't, I don't do the." Well, he does the Pacific. Well, you, you, there was something he said he didn't want to buy. Yeah, that he's just not as interested in. Yeah, certainly other people don't want to do the... Which is a problem. Pacific. Kind of a problem. <laughs> Wait, I was just saying I could start to see how they're that way. Yeah. Because there's too much. There's so Yeah, there's so much to choose from. We're really running into this as a society. I read an article the other day that was very fascinating about convenience and the problem of convenience. And as we get... You know, you would think as things become more convenient, we would get more done. And in a way we do, but in a way people are busier than they ever were because they're so busy with their conveniences. So you don't have to sit down and write a letter anymore to your one or two good friends that live across the country. Now you can sit down and be on Facebook and talk to, to 200 people. But you really don't have any more time. Yeah, the convenience of it allows you to do more, contact more people, yeah, spend m more time, have more things to read, have more, more things, things to, to watch, more and, ASL to play, yeah. and and we haven't been trained from birth to be discerning. We've been a be and the way uh, marketing works and the way capitalism works, what they want to do is show you all the stuff you can have. That's what powers the world. And so uh, we need to be more discerning and not buy everything, except for Squad Leader and especially Bounding Fire Productions. That's right. I mean, for crying out loud, if you're going to go anywhere, you've got to buy, buy Squad Leader stuff, go to Bounding Fire Productions. It's a fine website, fine products. Especially Operation Neptune, which today on our show, we will have Dave Timonen and I doing a replay when we get to what you've been playing lately looking forward to that and um because i like all that underwater stuff neptune yeah well it has got water crossings there are no oh. submarines okay yet is yeah. there neptune does the big guy come out of the ocean and hold the walls apart like in uh jason and the argonauts i uh, know i just watched that last week i thought i haven't seen that in a long time did you really and i love that scene the harryhausen the guy the harryhausen the guy comes out of the water, the big Neptune, and he holds the 
Yeah, but he's a real person. He's a real right? person. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't like him as much as the oh really mo- this monsters that were animated like Talos. Yeah, Talos. Yeah, Talos is pretty cool. Were the too. skeletons in that one? Oh yes. Yeah. Oodles of skeletons. Love those. Yeah, really a fun movie. I made. I said to Robin, "You want to watch a movie?" And I lured her in with my cleverness. <laughs> want to watch a movie? It's really good. That's clever. <laughs> and she said yes. And then I said, "It's good, Jason and the Argonauts." <laughs> she thought Jason Mraz. I love Jason Mraz. <laughs> yeah. So she watched with me. She was a good sport, and we had fun. Had she seen them before? Parts of it. Okay. And I had never, I don't think I had ever watched it all the way through from start to finish without commercials and stuff. Cause it's been that long since I've watched it. So it was really good. Yeah. When we were like kids, I think it was the three thirty movie or something. Yeah. You'd catch those things yep. on. Yep. And then your mom would yell, do your homework. Yeah. Or in, in Chicago here, we would watch family classics on Sunday night. It would often be on there, but just butchered by the commercials. Yes. So uh, I've got a I've got a short list of movies that I want to see besides that one, including I think the next one up will be Mysterious Island. Mm, I think which, that was Harryhausen also. I think possibly yeah, and the crabs. Have to check that. Oh yeah, the big crabs. Only oh, those yeah, are yeah, really big crabs. There's monster stuff. There is. Yeah, they're also lizards with like fins taped to them or something. Uh, yeah, I think those are real live actors. Yeah, live with lizards. Yeah. Yeah, the giant crabs. So be careful out there. Don't be too promiscuous, people. Words of wisdom. What have you been up to, Dave? Well, I I went to the D and D movie again, oh. and you guys had asked if it was good. I think I had said it's a very solid movie, which probably didn't come across as a very good recommendation. Yeah, I meant it as one. It's a really oh. good film. It's solid. Don't want to overpraise it, but having seen it the second time. Sunday. One, it was nice to have Marianne Belter in front of me cheering on the characters. Mm. And to the left of me to have Steve Gilbert laughing at all the jokes. And Dave Timonen on his, on his side. Um, but I I liked it a real lot the second oh. time. It moves so fast, maybe my slow brain could process it better <laughs> the second time. I can't explain why, but hmm. I just really liked it. I just enjoyed, I think I let myself enjoy doing D&D, liking D&D things in the theater. Maybe yeah. the first time I went, maybe I was trying not to be a gaming nerd and be a normal movie person. Hmm. I, I don't know. But getting into the creatures and the, and and Steve thought it was great. And he pointed out how he said, I was worried it was going to be a, Marvel adventure movie that's constant fighting and all that. And he said, this seemed to be a perfect, like they get into this fight scene and bam, bam, lots of blows exchanged at a very fast pace. And then it ended and you got back to the story. You got back to the human story, the comedy. Uh, He thought it just worked wonderfully Hmm. as a comedy action adventure film. Well, maybe I'll go. Maybe I will. I might go a third. I really <laughs> depending, depending. So, I haven't been out to a movie theater in just the years. It was. I think it's years. It has been very empty. Yeah, 
during the weekdays and Marianne said even some weekends, but this weekend the Mario thing premiered. Oh right. Or two a week or two ago. Yeah. But it was busy. Yeah. And I was like, darn, busy. Well, we might go. I might go with uh Mike Rizzi on Thursday evening. He's gonna go see the twenty-fifth anniversary oh, showing of the return of the king. Oh, I thought he did that last Thursday. Yeah. Something happened. Either he, he had the wrong date or he just didn't go. I can't remember what he said. Oh, okay. Because I meant to ask him Saturday night. Yeah. So, yeah. So I wrote him in the group. Okay. I was today. not in that group. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I excluded you. Sorry. I watched the vid DVD of The Return of the King. No, of The Two Towers. Recently. This week. Oh, okay. Last week. Oh, you'd be perfect to go to The Return of the King. because yeah, I remember he... Yeah, he was going to try. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But we are gaming Wednesday. Yes. We got a little Star Wars thing going on. Let's try our first X, X-Wing. X-Wing, yes. And Tuesday, Dave's coming for the net scenario next, two of Neptune. Neptune, Bounding Fire Productions product. And then we're going to, uh, we're going to try to do Tuesdays with you, right? Maybe Mike we, and I a little bit. We should. Rizzy and I. So, so whenever we, playing. whenever you guys are ready to start, down. Yeah. Okay. It could be tomorrow night if you both want to come in and take the other half of the game table, pick yeah. a small scenario. Okay. You know, the invitation is there, and you're. Uh, it sounds good because you're nicer now, and so <laughs> I don't mind coming over. Back when the Passel days, when I would. You, you're playing him. You, you're playing him. You, sit in the corner. Yeah. I put up a table in the back room. Yeah. You guys go in there. Stop asking me all those questions. I remember I used to have to move the drum set out of the corner. Oh, yeah. And cram it into the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. So I don't do Passel anymore. But yeah, I think sometimes of resurrecting it, maybe better as like a semi-annual event. I do miss seeing those folk. I know you're out there, Tim, and... Uh, Doug, Doug, Larry, Bob, Herbert, yeah. Horatio, Larry. Horatio. I really miss you, Horatio. Magnesium. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Ron Chats, and yeah. Of course, now we're we're leaving out a bunch of names, so people will be mad at us. Yes. No matter what we do, uh-huh. we're in hot water. And Little Wars is coming up. Yeah, that should be fun. Now let's see. Do they play uh, ASL there? No historical no. ASL or anything. Occasionally a three D version, like we talked with on that one episode. With, right. Um, but they didn't last year when we went. No, they didn't. Okay, I don't think so. I had seen a Stalingrad game done yeah. there previously. But Games Plus always displays there. I think, don't they? Yeah. So we'll have to go over and say hello. Yep. Um, all right. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Let's get. Onto the show. All right. Well, onto the ASL part of the show. Then I think we'll try some rules. It's time for rules. You need the rules to play the game and put your opponents to shame. They might seem hard, but that's okay. We're gonna learn them anyway. And today on Rules, boys and girls, we are doing Rule 19, Unit Substitution, just exactly what you all have been waiting for. It's exciting. 
It is 19.1 experience level rating. ELR is included here in unit substitution. So all OB forces in each scenario will specify a given number of elite, first line, second line, green, conscript squads, half squads, with which we all start the game. However, during the course of play now, each of these units is subject to possible replacement by lesser quality units, depending on the interaction of fire, fate, and the prior experience of that unit. That's how they say it here in the rule book. Depending on the interaction of fire, getting shot at, yep. fate, bad die rolling, <laughs> and the prior experience level of the unit. It's uh, ELR. Each scenario will be listed ELR for the group as a number ranging from zero to five. This represents the maximum amount by which these squads, peoples can, infantry basically, can uh, fail the morale check, right, without being replaced by the lesser quality unit. So if you have an ELR of one, Jeff, for example, and your morale is seven, and your ELR is one. Yeah. <laughs> My brain is already going, uh... If you roll an eight, you just break. That's what I was looking for. If you roll a nine, which is two over, which is more than one over, then you ELR. Correct. And so then you would go to the next lower level person. Or squad. <laughs> right. And, you know, I've never really thought about this like a lot of things. <laughs> I just sort of taken it for granted. I follow the rules. They tell me what to do. What is this supposed to represent? Let's say you've got a squad of 10 guys. They take a lot of fire. Then suddenly they get downgraded. There's it's still a full squad. They just get downgraded to not as not as uh, a lower morale usually and lower firepower. Yep. Or some sometimes maybe just or some a, combination of that. Yeah. Or the yeah. range can get less. Or the range can get less. So it really that, that just represents they're less effective because they've been taking a beating. Taking a beating. Okay. So that's where those three words I noticed in in that rule fire. Yes. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, cuz the more the morale check like a four morale check, you're more likely to fail the ELR. Yeah. So getting pounded and then fate, that's just bad die rolling. Yeah. But the prior experience, that's also where, because the ELR number is set low, it kind of represents that they're more likely to break, right? Right. They're more brittle. So they'll do that for, yeah, philo philosophically, right? What kind of troops would get the lower? Yeah, if they're used to being out on the line, if the kind of troops that are in that action are used to being out on the line. The scenario would have a higher ELR for them. Yes. You're yeah. tougher units, you're better yes. trained units, you're more right. experienced. Yeah. Thus experience level rating. Yeah. Yeah. So those second line okay. conscripts tend to be less. Well, that's kind of brilliant, really. I'll have to yeah. next time I talk to Perry, I'll have to say, you know that ELR thing, that Perry. <laughs> it's only been 14 years. I'm finally understanding. <laughs> why we've been doing this forever. yeah why we've been working it this way it is I, and i remember thinking too like oh that's a whole section of rules yes yeah, just something else you got to remember yes when you're trying to remember rate right. of fire and all these other things it should make a difference especially if the one side has a higher elr and the other one has a lower right right it's not a rule you'd want to ignore if both squads are at elr of two and their morales are around seven 
probably could just ignore it. Feel free to chime in, listeners, <laughs> and tell me how wrong I am using mathematical logic for that. But the next rule is ELR immunity. So, Jeff, who is immune from ELR reduction? Dead units. Correct. Um, uh, elite? Isn't, isn't there? No. Uh, 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 um uh, heroes. Yes. Yes. Heroes are. Um, I would have thought fanatic, but I don't have them on this list here from the rule book unless I missed them. There's there's certain kind of le- like uh, commissars or something like yep, that. Or commissars. Okay. And then there's the squads, the half squads that run the guns. The crews. Yeah. The crews. They don't have enough different counters to change them out for. That would explain it. That's how that's how I remember it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And already broken. And I noticed Dave, who I've played the most lately, is still doing that. He'll have a, a about every other week. He goes, Oh, you'll are for me. I gotta change. No, you know, you're already broken. Yeah. And I think I did probably do it wrong earlier in, in the career. You know, yes. you miss you miss that little phrase in the rules. Right. <laughs> Change the guy out, and he rolled over the number, and you're looking for the number, and you're all, oh, you forget, oh, these guys are immune. Yeah, okay. Okay. Disruption. So then, what happens when an unbroken squad, half squad, or six plus one leader, which cannot be replaced by a lower quality unit, fails the morale check by more than its CLR, Jeff? So, you know, you went from your elite to your first line to your second to your conscript. There's no lower, nowhere lower to go. What happens to you when you fail? Um, broken, right? Yes. And disrupted. Oh, and disrupted. Yes. Yes. Now, people are exempt from disruption. So think of your most gung-ho kind of... People listening can hear Jeff. Yeah, sorry, I'm listening. People watching on YouTube can see him turning around to his ASL shelf. He's looking, he's looking for a crew to see there's no lower? No. No, I'm looking to see that. uh... Yeah, never mind. (laughs) So people who can't be disrupted are the most fanatic, including the commissars you already mentioned. Yes who are not subject to ELR failure, but also. Oh, there's more. Let's see. Yeah, from disruption. Yeah, these are people immune, exempt from disrupting. I remember Japanese. Yes, they cannot um, disrupt. I remember, uh, and partisans. Partisans, right. Yeah. And that's strikes me a little odd, but I guess they're in their home turf. I think so. So maybe they can kind of. Other ones would be Gurkhas. I always forget. We, how often do you play Gurkhas? I don't play Gurkhas very often. I always think I want to. And then I. Yes. Just, I don't know why that is. Because they seem the coolest. Yeah, they do. Because of the knife, right? Yeah. The Gurkha knife, right? Well, and when you read about Gurkhas, it'll say they're the toughest fighters in the war. Mm-hmm. And then you go and read about somebody else and they'll say, you know, they're the toughest fighters in the war. The Anzacs are the toughest fighters yeah. in the war. And then the Marines later on were the toughest fighters in the war. 
But yeah. there's something about the Gurkhas that sticks in my head, and it might be that big knife they carry that is. sticks in my head. I think it is. Nothing worse than having a big knife stuck in your head. And boy, years ago, I did read a book on Gurkhas. It's in one of our past shows. I, I think I, I yeah. kind of remember that. Yeah. 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 It was good. Yeah. I think I read little clips from it, you know. Let's play Gurkhas. Uh, and the U.S. Marines being the kind of the toughest, okay. tougher yeah. ones of each nationality. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, who would be the toughest German squads typically um ss yes and they are only immune from disruption when they're fighting the russians oh because you know what happened to all those prisoners right german prisoners right right well you think that would apply to everyone but yeah and fanatics and the passengers riders crews cannot be disrupted because i guess they're on a vehicle okay um, non six plus one leaders become disrupted only by heat of battle, by the way. Uh, right, right. Yep. So here's quiz show. May a disrupted unit. Okay, remember they break really badly. They're yeah. already lowest quality. You put that disrupted counter on there. May they self rally. I'm going to say no. That is correct. Yeah. May, may uh, a disrupted unit celebrate. St. Patty's Day. Yes, it depends on what's in his canteen. Uh, but he's disrupted. What the heck? That wouldn't keep me from getting to the bar and having a nice swig. <laughs> okay, in your case. You cannot come. You're a disrupted laddie. I, d- I didn't care. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say yes no they oh, can okay. it's just disrupted oh, they're bad. just too distraught uh, that's too bad may disrupted squat he rallied by a leader that's sitting there yes. With it. yes yes will a disrupted unit surrender at the start of any route phase it begins adjacent to a good order known enemy personnel unit that's not in melee your honor he is leading the witness <laughs> guess i could have broke that down so yeah Yes. Yes, you will. You will surrender. Yes, because you're just looking to get this over with. Your morale yes. is so shot by this. Point. Right. Will a disrupted unit surrender during any phase that it occupies the same location as a good order known enemy personnel unit, not in melee? Well, it's surrender. Yes. Yes. Somehow you end up in the. During any phase in which it occupies the same location. Yeah. So does that mean they jump on you in melee? Close combat? But then you're a good known enemy but you're personnel. Broke, but you're broken and disrupted. So you surrender. surrender. Yeah. Can you, I guess, can you, no, broken, don't start asking. I'm broken, I'm, I'm, I'm disrupted, I'm yes. broken. They have to surrender. Um, I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> Dis- now, disrupted infantry do not route in a blaze location. Oh, unless. Boy, I would. I was going to say, what? I would. Unless. So they don't route unless they're in a blaze location. Oh, okay. So they don't route. A disrupted unit does not route. Yeah, they tend to sit oh. there. I guess it. Remember? Yeah, that's wanna... right. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Disrupted do not route unless in an open ground hex so they can route in an open ground hex as per 10.531 
Okay. So if they're in a building, they stay put. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They surrender to adjacent enemy. You want to check the spooky table, 26B, route and no quarter, and disrupted infantry. It's the spooky table, yeah. 26B. You can only find the information there, because if you try to find it in the rule book, you'll break your head. You'll be looking everywhere. Yeah. He's already brought it all together in yes. one location for you. And we guarantee it to be 100% accurate. Yeah, I think we can. Yeah. They've been out there. As Rich told us so. And he's put a lot into that. He did. Disrupted infantry do not route unless the only armed enemy units adjacent are in melee or they're berserk or it's a vehicle. Disrupted infantry do not route. Oh, once they're next to armed enemy infantry, they're going to be surrendering. But if the oh, enemy is in melee, they, they figure they're too busy. Then they can route. Or they're berserk. I guess yes. they get afraid of them. Or it's a vehicle, yeah, maybe. like normal vehicle yeah. things. Okay. Like, that guy's acting berserk. Let's get out of here. They also cannot use low crawl, except at night. Okay. Okay. All right. So then, can you rally disrupted units overall? Yes. Yes. Um, can you capture disrupted units? Yes. Yes. Are they disrupted after they're rallied? No. They lose. Yeah, them, you take back. off the counter? Yeah, they're fine. And then are they disrupted after they're captured? Uh, boy, yes. No. I, that, that's, I can't I remember when that's ever happened. It, yeah, it hasn't happened. Yeah. We just kill people. We just <laughs> we kill them. Take prison. Yeah. But the, I think they don't need the paperwork of trying to write down who's, because once you get captures prisoner counter exchange oh right you now just yeah. forget about the disruption yeah just they're already captured all that goes yeah away. okay okay probably do disrupted units prevent enemy movement into or through their own hex oh that's a good one then i'm gonna say uh no no is correct and that okay. answers what i was thinking about earlier was Wait a minute, how do you end up in the hex with them? So apparently you can just move you can just move right through. Yep. Or right. move in or out. Yes. Yeah. You don't really. have to advance in and then they, they have to surrender when, okay. they're, when they're in a hex, as we previously read. But let's see, huh. then can they rally? Only with the leader, normally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and when so they, and if a unit and if there was a good order leader there, any unit in. wouldn't be moving in anyway no, unless the leader, they advance in. Right, the leader yeah. would prevent the movement. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh yeah. Yep. I guess unless you're doing the single man counter overrun rules, but well, we won't talk about that. No. Don't ask a lot of them darn fool questions, Jeff. I'm sure we already have on a previous. Episode. We probably have. Yeah. Um, do the disrupted units prevent route toward or through them? Oh, uh, I'm going to say no. I think it means, well, question, routing who? Well, oh, if enemy. Yeah, if, the, if an enemy unit is trying to route, the disrupted unit will not prevent them from routing. But they see enemy guys over here, and you have broken guys here. 
Are they going to route toward the broken, disrupted enemy? No. No, I don't think so. They'll still see them as enemy. Yeah. Even though they're also going, wait, we want to surrender too. Yes. (laughs) You would have to. So it said, do they prevent route toward or through them? No. No. Enemy route. Uh, May disrupted units in melee withdraw from combat? No. Yeah, unless they're captured and then go to the capture rules. Um, they will be eliminated at the end of the close combat phase if still in melee. So the answer is what else I was oh, thinking about before. Okay. Do I have to try a capture attempt? Do I yeah. have to, you know, attack them with the neg? No, they're just eliminated, they're eliminated. at the end. Okay. Still in melee. Uh, then looking at replacement. So you can't capture them. You can, but you don't have to. Okay. You can just end yeah. the close combat phase. So if your victory condition is to capture, instead of eliminate, you can choose you, to do you that. You want to do Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, right. And that's why previously, when they do get captured, you, you don't have to worry that they were disrupted or not. Yeah, okay. You just capture them and treat them as normal prisoners. Okay. So then replacement. Um, an unbroken person unit, Personnel unit that fails the morale check greater than the ELR number is replaced by the lesser quality but same size unit. And that is also broken because you fail yes, morale. Right. So you break them as normal, reduce their power, their level. Their so first line goes and, to second line or whatever. Yeah. Yes. And to conscript or green, depending on the nationality. Yeah. Exception, a squad with an underscored morale factor. Typically partisans, um, Marines, others, underscored morale, they get replaced by the two half squads. Okay. That's us. That's <laughs> No wonder the phone keeps ringing. <laughs> yeah, because so that covers your partisans, those Marines listed. Um, they do get uh, switched out for two half squads, broken half squads. Yeah. And a half squad with an underscored morale factor then is disrupted instead unless exempt as per 19.12, which we already read. Okay. A casualty morale check failure, boxcars, right? Which also exceeds the squad's ELR, causes that squad to be reduced to a broken half squad of lesser quality. Okay. Just like you'd think. When replacing the personnel unit with one of lesser quality, can any of those individual factors, you know, the firepower, the range, and the morale, can no. any of those go up? No. No. Can Must at least one of them decrease? Oh, geez, I never thought of that. At least Does one. That even... Yeah, I would, yes. I would say it would have to. And that's where you get into, well, sometimes they lose some morale. Sometimes they may lose some range. Yeah. You know, sometimes they may lose some. That's otherwise, why would it be a replacement? Yeah. <laughs> if it's the same. I'll take a second line 447 equal to my first line 447. Unless it was a half squad. No, that's good. No, there's that's different. Some, yep. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Boy, they cover everything. They do. And so, and so, um, I'm surprised with the replacement now, it's kind of gets to what you were wanting. What does that represent? The range goes down. What does that represent? Just, um, uh, Less, you know, they're beaten up. Yeah, they're less yeah. willing to fire yeah. that far away. Yeah. Like, 
he's five hexes away. Well, now I can only shoot three hexes. Maybe. Yeah. So we don't want to worry about them when they're that far away. Right. right? Morale, obviously. Yeah. Going to break more often. Right. Firepower doesn't really represent. Uh, maybe less willingness to he, expose yeah. yourself. And... Yeah. It's not like an ammo shortage. No. Right. No. Yeah. So when replacing the multi-man counter, the unit's class must decrease. That's a, that's a rule. Uh, so yes, a okay. first line squad cannot be replaced by another first line squad, okay. even if all the other factors are less. Okay, so, since they started there making extra games and stuff, they got yes. some of that happening. An unbroken leader, which fails morale check by more than its ELR, is immediately replaced by a broken leader of the next lower quality. Typically, there's a chart, right? The nine yeah. neg two, nine neg one, nine neg one by eight neg one, and then the eight zero and the seven zero and Six, six plus one plus one yeah i guess yeah. at the bottom yeah but you can find that information uh in the nationality charts and they're different for different nationalities sometimes right and then i think we need to hold that for today and we'll finish up rule 19 covering the ammo shortages the green and conscript troops and experienced personnel on the next time we meet ah excellent that because very fun now i like to jump over to what you played lately. Is that all you got on that, Jeff? <laughs> you only have a loot or a... Oh, I do. <laughs> what have you been playing lately? Something good, I hope. I always keep this. I keep this. Uh, I play this on the train a lot. People leave his his passenger car on the train. Oh, this is my stop. <laughs> we're so glad. Everybody says, we're so glad. Oh, are you getting off here? We're so glad. <laughs> you ride this train often? Because we're switching. Oh, my. And what we've been playing lately... Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about this. And pardon my fingernails. Uh, so, so Dave and I finished the scenario twice, a little quick backdrop, and then filmed it from a side hey, angle. Did it twice. Yeah, okay. switch sides. Yeah. Okay. So it'll get a little confusing. <laughs> all right. And filmed it from a side angle. And this is nothing like all the quality work going on out there on YouTube from our competitors. <laughs> or not our competitors. Not our, players, our, our fellow Compatriots. Yes. Yeah. Hello, ASL <laughs> players. Yeah. So we just put a camera at a side angle and realize a lot of you are still listening to just the podcast and not watching on YouTube. So we try to name all the hexes and stuff so you can follow along. I'll put a still photo up there, overview. And my fingernails, I had just cleaned the grill. <laughs> so, wait a minute. So they're very dirty. <laughs> Oh, I see. see today okay. we're very clean. Okay. See, yes. I just want to point out I'm not normally <laughs> dirty fingers. We interviewed for a teaching position, and it was a industrial arts job. And the assistant principal, a gal, not that that matters, but I remember after the interview, she said, "Well, his fingernails were kind of like, you know, stained or dirty, or thought." He's an industrial artist. Yeah, guy. What you want? Yeah, right. Yeah, like 
hopefully he's got some wood stain on. Yeah, I hope so. And I, I hate to think what my fingernails tell you about me. Ooh, it looks like a, a IT guy. <laughs> Usually, I'm trying to scratch my eyes out because of being an IT. Guy. Anyway, so did that keep her from? He didn't. He didn't get the job. He didn't get it. I'm not sure he was the best candidate. No. Anyway, for something yeah. else, but still, I thought that was an unfair. It's 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 important. It's a job interview. People should get a manicure. Like really? I Maybe never thought of a manicure my whole life. Just wash your hands and scrub under there a little bit. <laughs> so anyway, with no further ado, here's the tape. All right, we have played a little game called Freedom, Operation Neptune, Scenario One, and. The Germans get five squads. And, and the French get about seven squads, a couple leaders. The partisans. Dave keeps calling them the French. Well, but they are the French partisans. It does say French. But yes, correct. Uh, seven squads, two leaders for each side, one light machine gun. And what's the fun stuff? Well, there's three tanks for the Germans. They look to be these. Oh, yeah, they were the captured French tanks when i say tanks you're welcome <laughs> and then two trucks so the partisans get two demolition charges which are really anti-tank magnetic mines correct they don't have to roll to have them and they also have Molotov capability special roll yep all the the squads so the german sets up in this area within three of this hex i-24 correct and the partisan set up five or greater from i-24 yeah so in, the, in our first game yes i played the germans and really to sum it up <laughs> we ended up with a huge close combat and i think we went a turn, turn and a half. Yeah, two, two. No three. one winning, rolling high. Um, and in the end, I don't know. I think I had like four, three squads. Yeah, in there you reinforced least. it. I reinforced it because Dave set up here and over here ish. And I thought, yes. And I, I think my plan was to kind of cross that footbridge because you can cross there or exit out the back end between the two. Two roads there, right? Yeah, which is um, P30 and J30 on the Neptune board. So when you set up here, you kind of have the impression like you can run off the, down that bridge fairly easily. But yeah, that's the footbridge M21 and 20. Right. And that's kind of a mistake if you think you could just run right down that bridge because neither of us in either of our two games, because we swapped sides, we're, didn't even get on the bridge. We didn't get to the point. But I didn't try to get on. I didn't let you. And you, <laughs> and you well, you did come on here. But the, our first game, yeah, Dave, if had he won the combat in Hex J21. Right, the rubble. Then you would have been in a good, been good in... position to get off. Correct. Correct. Because I had set up defensively in K29 over here. L28 to cut off the move off the back. 
Correct. And since you didn't go that way, I would have had to run all the way up to cut you off on the footbridge. Yes. So what we threw everything into a big melee and then just had to go on Dave's way. I think he would have won going off my right. way. I, I would have killed enough points. So to exit points, the only points that count are infantry. Correct. At double. And I think what we found in our second game, you can't well, really, well, I don't want to jump yeah. too far, but. Yep. What do we find? Yeah, we found that you can't really afford to lose any tanks. <laughs> tanks, like you see blazing here and here, even though it doesn't say blazing. So in this, we flipped sides, and I thought, okay, the trick to this is to load the trucks and then vehicle bypass freeze, freeze, freeze the partisans, whichever side you want to go over. Correct. And of course, we all know in ASL, it's a sort of a dicey. You game. know, if a dicey, if, if a, it's a smaller scenario, five turns, but if a roll goes against you or two, your plan's going to not work. And then you need a backup plan, which I didn't have. So, <laughs> so in the second game, um, I set up in the center area, K23 ish, and KL23 in this building in the back and L25 was on there? Yeah, yeah. And then a tank in J26, F25, L22. Right. Their jobs were to pretend to defend that side, the bridge side, and then turn and come over to the exit side and do the freeze. Right. Which in my imagination worked great. They froze everyone in my imagination. The trucks ran off the board and I easily won the game and would say to Dave, that's how you win this game. <laughs> but right. of course, Tank and J26, what yeah. did you do to that? Well, I set up kind of where this blaze is here, right? Oh, yeah. He's and then bypassed. I, but and then yeah. I, L27. Yeah. And then I came into the church. K27. Hoping then to use my anti-tank -tank magnetic mine on you. But that did not work. He pinned right he in pinned K27. Me. Correct. And I'm all like, oh yeah, great. My stupid mistake of going to J26 too close to him. Right. But then we went to close combat. <laughs> well, the, I shot at you and didn't break you. Correct. And ultimately the next turn he advanced in. Yeah. And killed path, the tank. Made the patsy, yep, yep. So I said, okay, I'll give you the victory if you agree to set up everything the same exact way. <laughs> it's still turn two. Right. And we'll try it again, which Dave and I always talk about. Right. What, you know, at the end of the game, we'll play it out, even though it might look grim or, you know, forget it. I'm already too demoralized, right? You guys talk about it on your show on how you should just continue playing even though you still may have a chance to win or a good chance to win, but you just, you're just not in the mode or the mood because you're getting decimated and you're like, ah, screw it. I'm done. Yeah. And often our games end and Dave is a big fan going, Oh, let's just, let's just this. play it out just to see what happens. Well, Let the guy run out, though, yeah. right? Just, well, no, we call the game a few of the next. Yeah. Turn, we, yeah, we call the game. Sometimes not a whole game. No, but I mean, we, we call it and say, okay, we're done, but, just for fun. Let's roll these melees. Yeah, or, or let's see if this guy can run off. Yeah. And see if he can make it. If it's simple. Just for fun. Yeah. Because in our other game, Korea, 
you yes. had said, let's see if you could run off the end game. And then I thought, oh, let's try that. And you were like, right. I'm done with Korea. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we switched to uh, ding, 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 ding. Operation Neptune. And so I said, okay, let's give you the win. Because my plan, I wanted to see this thing work, right? So I did it again. And then this time, what happened? Oh, I loaded Wait. up all the trucks in L24. Yeah, yes. Somehow they made it. I-24 driver. Oh, this game has drivers. Correct. Right. There's no crews. They got to jump in the truck. And then the idea is to load up your infantry and try to run off. Yeah, the drivers start as little prisoner counters, just symbolizing a driver. So he jumped into this bypass truck and drove out the back from between H-24 and I-24. And Dave did shoot. By now, he's over here in H-22, right? Or yeah. I-22. Yeah, I was in these two. Yeah. Failed. And missed, and the truck got in, bypassed over here. He shot with a shot down the road from J-21 yeah. to J-24. Missed. And then... You can bypass K25, got into L24, loaded up, everyone loaded up. And then I'm like, okay, I'll show them it can work this time. <laughs> and then while I moved the tank to F24 to cut off the road, what did Correct. you do, Dave? Well, I kind of snuck around the buildings there. F22, G22, H21. Yeah, I think in my head, I was going to close combat you, but I remembered I had Molpoff capability. So when I came over there, you turned. I turned my turret. You shot little box cars. Oh yeah, it broke my main armament. Right, and I'm thinking, well, F F24 tank. If he tries to fix it, and you fail, he's recalled. We have we didn't determine whether that would be points necessarily against you or not, right? We didn't. I think it counts as casualty points. Okay, I'm but, go on the record of saying that now. Okay, so regardless, though, I um, said, well, let's just keep pretending that I'm winning. <laughs> And then we went with the, yeah. I moved the tank tank 26. Well, let's finish this. Which, so, oh, so, yeah. wait, he, so what happened? We did a oh. close combat here? Or the yeah. Molotov? Right. Dave did the advancing fire. Molotov failed. Right. right. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to win. And then I advanced in. Advanced in. Close combat. And won. And won, right? Meg one leader. Yep. I'm like, dang. Okay. So I lost those points. So that's the game. Well, we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. So in the meantime, I'm like, okay, let's just pretend. So J26 tank prep fired into K27 squad with the ATMM, which is a DC counter, right? Correct. He broke. He routed back to L28, which has a leader in it by now. And then he drove self, my. He got oh, a rally. He a battle. He a battle. And he ended up being fanatic. fanatic. Right. My tank from J26 then is like, okay, all I got to do is pull this off. Moves into L28 bypass. Tries to sleaze, freeze. And I did the mine. Dave rolled the patsy. Yeah, made it. Did the mine. Yep, defensive uh, fire. Yep. And then killed the, blazed the tank. Yes. <laughs> But then we determined that fills the whole hex with smoke. We were guessing, yeah. Yeah. And so... Now, of course, the game's already over. We'll talk about why at the end. But right. I want to keep playing to see if my strategy can work. By rolling the trucks off. Yeah. Oh, board. so I bring the other tank 
had moved from L22 to M26, no, yep. 25, staying mm -hmm. away from L26. Right. And then sleaze freezed M28. Which you successfully did. Yes, finally. So he couldn't shoot at the trucks rolling off the board. And then they came down the road from L24 here, down the road to about, oh, N28. I did one truck with one squad. They didn't bite it trying to shoot from the blazing bypass L28 hex. Correct. And then he got off, and then a truck with two squads and a leader. O28, O29. Of course, Dave took the shot. Out of smoke, we think. Plus three. Yeah. So I need to roll really low, right? Um, even though it was a you know, those trucks are starred. So they should be able to be easily. But right. average roll is seven. Right. And around and, that firepower, you smoke. need a six. Yeah. So even without the smoke, yeah. So they rolled off in theory, but you had two tanks that were decimated. Yep. So your thoughts, Dave, overall on then freedom? Yeah. No, I liked it. I think we had fun both, both uh, games, even though we switched. But it kind of makes me think either we're doing something wrong or the Germans Most can't win on this. <laughs> can't win on this. But, you know, maybe we would need to play a couple more times. Um, this is designed by Steve Swan, very famous scenario designer. Correct. So I'm, I'm sure it's balanced. It's just it worked, it worked out that the German lost both times. Yeah, again, some roles go the other way. But overall, we think the Germans can't if you lose a tank it's five it's points. pretty bad right so the the victory conditions um germans have to have 12 more victory points right yes then the partisans so if you lose a tank then you need to get 17, 17 points. off the board and infantry only off the board yeah infantry only and it counts as double yes so which helps a lot of course so i think we determined there would be 24 points for infantry only that get off the board starting points right so if you lose a tank you need 17 um, out of 20 if you lose another tank it's 22 <laughs> so it gets real well if you lose it well, uh, yeah two tanks 10 off of that yeah, yeah. oh you mean 22 to exit yeah I everybody mean, right yeah so it, it gets real tough if you lose two tanks so and it's five turns so now is it a battle of shooting at each other across the streets yeah. It's not, we didn't try that option. No, we did not do that. Correct. Or maybe... Maybe the Germans should build up all their forces. L20. Let's say you want to exit over over here, P30 to J30. Yes. Maybe you get the infantry going, L26, K27, tank, and J27 tank. And, and you start to put all that fire on building K29 to M28. Or... I-30 to H-29, whatever he's got. Correct, correct. If you get lucky, right? Or maybe not, maybe you overpower him. You break all the partisans back here. He's got to have some partisans around the other perimeter. Correct. And they break, and then you walk Cut off. off. Yeah. You walk off, taking five turns to do it. And maybe you have the tanks further away from enemy. Never let them near the enemy. But Never. You so back over here in F24, this tank should have went into motion. 
when Dave came, came next near, to him. Right. Correct. And that will give him the minus two on all those, yeah. most of those attacks. But if you're using that as, you know, support for your infantry, you want to be in motion if I'm trying to cross this. Yeah, when if the, yeah, my, my move the tank your, to Your thought was to, to cut this off, right? Cut off the road running down to the bridge. Right. So if I were Dave was smart enough to come around the side and leap in there. Right. Super fast. But if I came out here, right, it's doing its job to hold yeah, this maybe, off. So if you're in yeah. motion, it's going to be harder to hit, right? Yeah, or to deter you from crossing. So you did yeah. crap across. Yes. I mean, you're not going to get around to catch the trucks. Correct. Exiting. So it's interesting. Yeah, I think we think you have to preserve the German tanks. <laughs> but yeah, and losing anybody, right? That's it pretty, makes the yeah. sleeves freeze really dangerous. Yes. And maybe you don't do the sleeves freeze in this because you can't afford to lose the tank. No, especially you can't go against one of those TCs, which is an ATMM, right? With a guy, which right. I did twice. Yeah. So we found, <laughs> yeah, losing a tank is brutal. Yeah. Point wise. So then it makes it much harder to get off with enough to win the game. So, yep. keep, so keep the tanks back. Help support the infantry in that manner. Don't get too close to them. I did think too about a armored assault where you move with the oh, right. these, the troops in here are conscripts. Oh right. So they can only move three, right? Yeah. They only move three and six morale. Yeah. Trying to survive even a couple of right, a small conflict. partisan shots of six, maybe two, you know. And then even going across the bridge, I assume. There's, open there's problems there. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. didn't read the rules that thoroughly, but there's typically problems. Even L21 could be a problem depending where the partisan is shooting at you. Correct. And you got to cross O20 over here across the yeah the Zane the Zane Zane yeah the Zane River <laughs> you have to cross. <laughs> so there you go. But I think we recommend it for play. We'd sure. like to hear if. The Germans can pull it off. Yep. And he went out there, played it. And um, the nice thing about, again, we did a lot of Korea large scenarios. Mm -hmm. We've enjoyed going back to something small. And yeah, I know you're all thinking it's dicey. And we're telling you it is a little. Yep. But it's super fun because, I don't know, we seem less invested. And like it's yeah. quicker. And yeah. try different strategies quickly and, and see what we get. Yeah. It was a lot of fun regardless. Yep. So, all right. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you. Well, that was excellent, actually, Dave. Well, and I, I enjoyed the poor video quality. And, no, you know, it was, it was great. It, it, was it, it did seem we were struggling to find a way to get the Germans to win. And that ON won, and it's by Steve Swan, and I, I know other people play-tested that. Anyone chime in, give us some pointers, what we're missing. Yeah. And as we discussed, of course, die rolls and things matter and other strategies we didn't try yet, but... Well, maybe uh, maybe Mike Rizzi and I will play that scenario. That would be that'd be kind of cool. We like we'll play behind you, you guys, and then we can compare notes. That would be interesting. Kind of cool. Yes. So yeah. don't watch that part of the show, Jeff. Okay. See what you guys come okay. up with on your own. Yeah, I just saw the first part. And it yeah. looked good. Um. Uh. So. Anyway, then I guess that's a show, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Mm -hmm. And we remember, roll low and rally well.
but not when you're playing us. We'll do it. Uh-uh. When you're playing us, don't do it. Thanks. We appreciate it. We're thanking you in advance for not doing it. Bye-bye. See you next time.